ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Hong Kong, Italy, in the Philippines, and in the states of Iowa, Missouri, and Texas, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 195,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually, to open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's show, your tip is strengthen your boundaries. Learning to say no to what you do not want in your life is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Avoid acting when you hear the words, I should and I must. Take action when you hear the words, I want to. This is especially important for women. We have been raised to believe that we are facilitators of other people's lives. And as such, we come last. This belief system is outmoded. We are living in a time of great change, and women have an important role to play in that change process. But we can only do so if we know who we are and stay true to our authentic self. Women tend to have qualities of cooperation, compassion, empathy, nurturing, creativity, resilience, peace, intuition, and connection to the natural world. These qualities are needed today to solve the critical problems of our time. To discover our true nature and mission, we need to set boundaries and create time and space for ourselves to take a deep look inward. When you emerge, you will have a passion, strength, and energy that can only come from being connected to who you truly are and not who someone else told you to be. Now let's do the two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it. 
Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. My workshop, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, is one of two workshops available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world. This process will connect you with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven. Anchor that energy into your physical body for manifestation, comfort, strength, support, and guidance. In addition, 1,000 angels will come forward to help you achieve your goals. Many of us know that we have a guardian angel, but not everyone realizes that we also have numerous guides and angels who want to help us. It is their job to help us grow in love and compassion, reach higher levels of consciousness, and achieve our goals. Because we have free will, they are limited in how much they can help us. If, however, we invite them into our lives and give them permission to help us in a positive way, only we can manifest what we want with much greater ease and speed. My life changed dramatically when I started increasing my group of angels and consciously asking for their help. I call upon upon them several times a day and miracles become everyday normal experiences. With all of the fear in today's world, we need their help more than ever. By doing this workshop with its special process, you will have a team of a thousand angels working on your behalf and increase your connection to your higher self, your intuition, the still small voice within. For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com and click on workshop rentals or call me to schedule a private appointment, which I can do on the telephone or over Skype. When working with the spiritual realm, we are not limited by the need to be in the same room. The energy we tap into connects us no matter where we are. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplifting spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter 
and have more energy, we truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Ariane Burgess, who's here to discuss life design for women, conscious living as a force for positive change. After the episode last week with Alice and Carmen on the mindset of maybe, I received this email from Monica. I felt as though Allison was speaking directly to me during your interview. I enjoyed learning about the idea of maybe and how it was life-changing for her. Like many, I often worry about things that may or may not materialize. I have allowed these thoughts to increase my anxiety and stress levels. The concept of maybe is helping me reframe my thoughts and consider other possibilities. I did the exercise Allison gave us and wrote down my biggest fear, asked myself if I was certain that my fear was true, and then answered the question, what else is there? Besides opening up my mind to new possibilities, it was very cathartic to see my thoughts on paper and be able to minimize my fears by putting them away. Thank you, Dr. Paula, for bringing Allison on your show to share maybe with me and all of your listeners. Thank you, Monica. As Allison said, maybe challenges the certainty of fear. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on how you can reduce stress and worry, please listen to some of my previous shows like May 3rd, 2018 with Dean Slider, Fearless, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction, May 15, 2018, with Kareen Zupko, Inner Peace is Unstoppable, and June 19, 2014, with Liz Metric, Stress Be Gone. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled From Fear to Freedom, posted in August 2011. It reminds us that we must let go of fear in order to find joy. Here's an excerpt. Fear puts roadblocks in front of us that keep us from doing the very things that would bring us the most joy. To let go of fear, remind yourself that your fears rarely manifest. Fear creates the same bodily sensations that excitement does. And irrational fear dissipates when you take the first action step. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, please check out my YouTube channel, including my seven videos on discovering silver linings. As I mentioned recently, my spiritual guides are giving me affirmations to help lift your spirits. They recognize we are experiencing increased levels of stress, fear, worry, and anxiety, and they want to help us. This new affirmation is from Archangel Gabriel. I say it once and then repeat it so you can say it with me. All things positive, good, and true are manifesting now. Say it with me. All things good, positive, and true are manifesting now. 
Please keep this in your thoughts and speak it out loud into the universe. Repeat it often during the day when you have troubling thoughts while exercising, while falling asleep, and if you wake up during the night. Archangel Gabriel wants us to know that good things are manifesting. Our spoken words and thoughts are especially strong in September and October. What we say and think will manifest quickly. Therefore, it's especially important that we pay attention to our thoughts and words and communicate in the most loving and positive ways possible. That includes staying hopeful and thinking positive thoughts about ourselves, our lives, others, the U.S. president election and the world. Pay attention to when you start to worry and say this affirmation. Replace the negative thoughts and words with the positive. You deserve a life filled with all that is good, true, and positive. Think it, say it, and know that it is happening. We are co-creators with the universe. Very little is fated because we have free will, which means we have choices. The recent shootings, the Republican convention, and inflammatory remarks by President Trump have caused a lot of people to feel hopeless and worried. Some people have created detailed scenarios of horrific outcomes if President Trump is reelected. I encourage you to interrupt these kinds of negative thoughts. Don't put them out into the world. Draw yourself back to the present moment and think and do something positive to help create the outcome you want. Focus on the happy ending, on the maybe. Focus on what you want and help it manifest by saying all things positive, good, and true are manifesting now. If you doubt the power of the positive word and thought, know this. My guides told me that one voice of truth and love drowns out 1,000 negative voices. Please be a voice of truth and love and know that you are drowning out 1,000 negative voices. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Last Friday, a very close friend called me in a state of extreme anxiety. She had been watching the Republican National Convention. That coupled with the shootings and the discovery that one of her own children was voting for Trump was too much for her. I tried being a compassionate listener as a friend, then as a coach, and finally I couldn't listen to the negative talk any longer. In my frustration, I interrupted her and in a stern tone told her she had to find a way to shift her thinking because what she was currently doing was not good for her or for the world. She stopped and said, thank you. I called you because I knew you would straighten me out. At which point we both laughed and I said, maybe you could lead with that next time. I then went on to point out all the hopeful signs. She said she takes, she said she was aware of them, but her mind keeps going to the worst case scenario. I reminded her that it takes work and commitment to change your way of thinking, especially with so many world crises overwhelming us. My friend and I both grew up in homes where we were taught to expect the worst. It was even considered bad luck to focus on the positive because you could draw bad things to you by doing so. It took me years to learn to keep my mind on the positive, pay attention when my mind wandered and draw it back to what I want 
not what I fear will happen. Some days I feel bombarded by negative thoughts. On those days, I know I have to work harder because another layer of negativity is clearing. I do the work I need to of removing the negative thoughts and refocusing my mind on the positive. Then I take action to manifest what I want. I use the affirmations I share with you, and then I take a physical action to shift my energy and remind myself that I am not a victim. I am not helpless, and nothing is ever hopeless. I have a choice, and when I act on the choices that bring me joy, my mindset, my attitude, and my energy changes, and I feel lighthearted. Life is a process. Learning to think and speak out what you want is a process. Allow yourself to be a learner and keep learning to do it better every day. Our guest today, Ariane Burgess, is a generative designer. She designs and implements regenerative projects, which include the Labyrinth for Contemplation in Battery Park, New York, and the Findhorn food forest in Scotland. Ariane is passionate about facilitating transformative learning spaces for people who want to embrace regenerative design as a response to the crisis points currently converging on earth. She lives in Scotland where she works with the Findhorn Echo Village, other communities, and Gaia University. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula the life doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can rent my past life regression video and awakening your inner angelic light body, manifesting your reality at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, are you living your dreams or someone else's? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ariane Burgess, who's here to discuss life design for women, conscious living as a force for positive change. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and, uh, and value you and what you have to say. So please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down whether you're living your dreams or someone else's. I'm so pleased to welcome Ariane Burgess, who's here to discuss life design for women, conscious living as a force for positive change. Ariane, it's a delight to have you on the show. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm delighted to, to join you. Um, and I love your book and the focus on women. And some people may wonder you know, why is this life, why is your focus on women and why isn't it life designed for everyone? That's a great question. So um, I chose to focus on women because I identify as a woman and I thought I could write this book more from my experience um, to uh, my peers. Uh, And my peers, I would say, would be women in their 40s to their 60s. But since the book has come out, I'm actually getting quite a lot of feedback from people who identify in lots of different ways that actually they find the book very helpful and relevant for them as well. So while I'm focusing on women, um, it's, it, it, it is touching other people. But the reason, um, and it was interesting actually, because I was in another conversation with someone about the book. And they said, well, why women? Why are women, um, you know, I talk about women, now's the time for women. And somebody said to me, well, why now? I mean, we've had liberation, we can, women are in all fields of life and so on and so forth. And I thought, well, yes, what, but what we've been doing is participating in a life that's been designed over several hundred years or decades or centuries that have has really been designed primarily from what you might say a, a male point of view, 
Uh, and what we've done is we've kind of joined that story. And what I'm advocating for is that we actually need to look a bit deeper and actually say, what is the story that needs to be, what is the life that needs to be designed by many more than a male perspective? So women, but also other other people. And actually, you know, by listening deeply to the communities uh, that we share this world with. So lots of different kinds of communities in nature. I feel that that's what we need to do in order to turn things around while we face this series of crisis points that we're living in right now. Well, I agree with you 100%, and I've had a number of shows on um, on the divine feminine um, and, and, for, and, and the divine masculine and how we need to bring the two into balance now. And we need the qualities that are innate to women in order to solve the problems that have been created in a um, world dominated by um, aggression and win-win attitudes. And there was a place for it, a time for it, and that time is gone now. And if we are to, to solve the problems we're facing, we need the qualities of intuition, cooperation, of um, loving kindness, connection to nature, and so on that women inherently have, and yet we our voices have been squelched, and we have allowed it. Yeah, and and there's and there's still I think there's still there's still a long way to go, and and so to come back to this piece of uh, kind of looking deeper, for me where I've gone is to actually um, look at the worldview that we occupy. And I always say that the predominant worldview that we're living in, and it's difficult to see it because we're in it, is a worldview of economic growth. So I'm not against economics. I think we need, you know, we need money. I'm not one of those people that says, oh, we've got to suddenly become a gift economy. I don't think we're ready for that yet. So we need money. We need exchange. We need meaningful and purposeful work. Uh, and so on all those things that that brings, um, but we need to be doing it differently because we can't, the planet and humans and all, again, all my you know, wonderful nature beings that we share this planet with, we can't sustain this, what I say, rapacious, really, way of living where we're just kind of like, you know, my strip mining, blowing the tops off mountains. I mean, it's just heartbreaking when you start to delve into what we're actually doing in order to seemingly meet our needs. And then on the other hand, we have so many of us suffering from overwhelm in 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 living with too much stuff in our lives. So there's something deeply wrong because what's been going on is that we've gradually systematically being turned into consumers rather than humans who have our own agency and to uh, and sovereignty and to pull back to what you said at the top of the show are you living your dreams or someone else's and i believe that we're actually living this dream of this economic growth worldview which is someone else's and i don't think there's a kind of evil they necessarily that set about this but it's kind of like um it's like an amalgamation of things that have just kind of taken off exponentially. But we need to stop it and we need to start moving in another direction. And we can do that in a few ways. So the book focuses on the individual. And I go through, uh, basically, I've done a bit of organizing of somebody's life. And I call that the realms. 
and within the realms there's domain. So I'm playing on this idea of sovereignty, that we take our own power. So, you know, a, a sovereign has a realm and a domain. And within those realms and domains, we have a different, we have varying levels of power to make decisions. So there's the things that are very close to us, like our choices around what we eat, um, how we um, how we are in our bodies, what we how we cho- choose to clothe ourselves. We can uh, hopefully, I would hope we have like those those who are listening have those choices, are able to make those decisions themselves. And then we move into other realms, uh, ones like a, a homestead is all to do with the home and our choice of transportation, uh, the stuff we choose to bring into our lives. And there we might need to share the decision making because we share our home with someone else. So that changes the dynamic in the decisions and choices. And then we go in, then I go, after that, I go into um, what I call the realm of affection. So that's our relationship with our, our intimate companion. Uh, so that might be some, someone might call it a partner or a husband um, or a wife. And, um, then also friends and family and that's where we start to look at some of the the relationships and the experiences that maybe supported the that worldview that we kind of grew up in which is kind of like a a goldfish bowl experience we grow up as children in a particular worldview we don't know what it is we might feel that something's not quite right with it but we're everything points us to going along with it so the book is really a deep excavation. I, it's kind of strategic thinking. Um, I, I say that it's maybe a once in a lifetime, maybe twice in a lifetime process where you go through it and um, you get deep into the changes you want to make. Well, and, and it really helps you to see yourself um, in a new light as opposed to the way you were raised to see yourself or the roles that you were forced into by um, following the societal norms. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and to bring about the changes that we need, we, you know, I feel like I, I lived in the States for 20 years, so I'm very aware of the you know experience of the states and I feel like there there was a lot of work where people were feeling powerless on a kind of political level so we were doing a lot of things with uh you know people were talking about oh we have the power by you know choosing where we, we spend our money so the decisions where we spend our money and that kind of thing so we have the power where do we have the power personally but I also think we need to move to a place where the as you brought in the collaborative and the collective action and again, that's, you know, something that's the kind of feminine principle. How do we kind of start pooling resources and coming back to this all kind of something we, our ancestors did a lot more of, which was sharing. And I feel like that's somewhere where we need to go. And and I, and I also we've lost the skills. So when you start to share, that brings in complexity. It brings in issues of trust and uh Again, decision-making and trusting others to make decisions on your behalf. Uh, so actually, I think that it's a direction. Community and sharing is a direction of tremendous spiritual and personal growth. So uh, how does one step into that if these are skills that we've kind of lost? I mean, you know, in, in the business world and, and there's all this um, emphasis on teamwork, 
but it's it's not really collaborative. It's more in name than in function. So we have the illusion that we've been doing this, whereas in fact it's um, there are there are hierarchies within the team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So I think that. So again, the. I've started with life design for women as an individual, and I and I feel like that's a starting place to go through the 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 book is about is really about a journaling journey and to kind of follow the design the life design process and really kind of deepen into ourselves, and then I feel like at that point we're we are potentially ready to now interact with other people. I mean, I'm not saying don't interact with other people, but I've been really deeply involved for 15 years in in community, and I see a kind of, uh, yes, kind of what you're saying, that we're kind of pretending to do it in, in many situations rather than really peeling off the layers and, and really doing it. Uh, and I think that part of the process is that we have to show up as having done our own personal work because stuff comes up um, when you bring people together, whether you like it or not. And it's to do, again, with power. It's to do with our um, understanding of where power lies within the team, within the uh, and the willingness to share it and the willingness to ensure um, that everybody has a voice. Uh, so there are there are tools that you can bring in in a community context and a sharing context that have be, are being developed by people that are, are working very well. Um, one of them is called uh, dynamic governance in the United States. It's called sociocracy in in the rest of the world, um, and that's a really a, a wonderful uh, tool for governance and decision making in community settings. So we definitely need tools, but we also need the kind of like kind of sorting out of ourselves in order to show up well um, and be willing to yeah, let go and let go of our own kind of like, this is how I think things should be done and really come into this listening space together. Um, I, I, what you're saying is so very important because the team is made up of individuals and if those individuals don't bring the attitudes of community and of equality and of truly um, working things out in a cooperative fashion, then it falls apart. And so the point of change is the individual and we must work on ourselves first and then bring that to the table so that we can, of course, we always continue to grow, but at least we start with a more um, uh, uh, open and cooperative and, and, and accepting um, way of being and interacting. So what you're talking about is so very important, and we need to go to a commercial, but when we come back, let's talk more about um, the personal uh, aspects and, and how your book can help people become more truly who they are. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process 
for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, are you willing to discover your true nature? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ariane Burgess, who's here to discuss life design for women, conscious living as a force for positive change. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down whether you're willing to discover your true nature. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangels Lisa and Rose can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Ariane Burgess, who's here discussing life design for women, conscious living as a force for positive change. Um, Ariane, during the break, we were talking about the importance of nature and death and and there being the core realm. Would you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. So when I was was writing the book, so nature and the connection to nature has been such an important part in my life. And in fact, actually, when I lived in New York City, people would be like, I can't believe you live here, you know, because I was so about nature and finding ways to connect, connect people to nature, doing a lot of work 
with with uh, people of all ages in the city, just finding the places where they could you know, find a tree and have a deeper relationship. And so I put nature along with death as what I call the core realm. So those are the first pieces of journaling work that people, if they choose to go on the life design process, will encounter. And I believe that's important. Nature is the first one. And I, um, some of us have a good, healthy relationship with nature and other people are completely disconnected from it. And, and, I, and I feel like having a healthy relationship with nature in our lives is such an essential part, mainly because we are actually nature. And what's happened is the worldview that we're that dominates us has done everything in its power to dis- disconnect us from that. So by coming back to relationship, uh, simple things like just, um, you know, finding the little piece of tree that's, I remember walking, actually, I remember walking in um, lower Manhattan uh, many years ago and just looking up and seeing uh, lobelia, a butterfly bush growing out of the side of a building up way up high you know so it's like nature is resilient it's going to keep coming back and you're going to find the connection with it and I think that's really important and I put death as part of the the core realm also because there's so much fear about it and yet it is an inevitable part of our lives that's the kind of the one thing we know that is going to happen and what most of us do and are encouraged to do is kind of ignore it and push it off and in both of these realms both of these domains my invitation is for us to explore them because I think we'll actually source a lot of life force and energy back to ourselves and give us a lot more power to then go to the next step of the life design process. That's really beautiful, and I know nature. I talk a lot on the show about nature and and the connection to nature, and being in a living in Dallas, where which is one of the places um, that's gotten hit uh, the hardest by the coronavirus in the United States, and so we're on lockdown, and without nature. Um, I don't know where I'd be. I, you know, laugh at the hummingbirds. I talk to them. They come visit me. The the other birds, the um, water, trees. I mean, it's it's a connection to life and peace and a reminder of the beauty and growth and the cycles of life. Yeah, and it is one of the astounding, remarkable things that this um, horrific virus has brought to us is across the world, this, you know, both these two things I'm talking about, both the deepening relationship, so many people are talking about their deepening relationship with nature, and yet here we sit, so many of us facing potential death. Or, you know, worrying, I'm, I'm aware of people who have the virus, had the virus, um, families who lost a loved one because of it. So, you know, it, it, it seems that the virus has brought these two aspects of our lives really right in front of us. Um, yes, and I, I want to um, do sort of a, a hard, <laughs> there's not an easy segue into the labyrinth, um, but I did, we, we were having a conversation during the break about the labyrinth, and I was saying that that would have been my tip 
of the week were it not for the fact that many labyrinths are closed right now because of the coronavirus. But um, you you developed one and have a strong connection to it, and it's such a powerful tool. And even um, with lockdown, there are wooden um, labyrinths that people can purchase and use in order to connect to um, our higher self, to the spiritual realm. Tell us about your connection, please. Oh, wow. That, we need a whole other show for that. But, um, yeah, so I, 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 um, I've known about labyrinths all my life because my name, Ariane, is the French derivation of Ariadne, who is, a, is the Greek uh, character that um, appears in the, the myth Theseus and the Minotaur, um, which is about labyrinths. And there's a whole lot we could go into there. But um, I started making them. I made my first one in the Scottish borders. I was still living in New York, but I was visiting Scotland and I had this prompting to make one. And as I finished it, two friends arrived and they were walking the labyrinth and I got this. It was like a download. It was like, make labyrinths in New York City. (laughs) So I went back to New York and I was like, well, how am I going to do this? And I, the the most amazing journey ended up unfolding. Um, Most of the labyrinths that I made are gone now, but the one that's still there is one that I was invited to make for the first anniversary of September 11th. And it's in Battery Park. Mm. And for me, that was, it's simply, it's, um, I just used cobblestones, to mark the path laid into grass that was already existing. And I wanted to do that because I wanted to create a place where people living in the city could come and connect with nature, could kick off their shoes and walk barefoot on a grass path. And what I found, I led many uh, new moon walks for that labyrinth um, for years after I made it. And what people remarked on was that when they were in the middle of the labyrinth, they became oblivious. They had such a sense of peace and calm and they became oblivious to the traffic around. We were quite close to the bottom end of, I think it's FDR, one of the main roads there, but people were oblivious to it. Uh, There was something about the holding space that labyrinths, labyrinths have. So yes, if people can, um, find their way to one they are an amazing um way to become centered and reconnected and to the intuition i think they're very they're uh, wonderful for opening us up to our intuitive self uh, that's exactly what i was going to say <clears throat> is that it it can reconnect us because we're when we're um in this very busy world, um, which has slowed down some because of the virus, that's one silver lining. But it, it, it is a place of peace and the spiritual energy that's created by the geometric, um, spiritual geometry with which it's built helps to create this sacred space where we can truly hear ourselves. Mm. It's, it's yeah. quite beautiful. I, I mean, for me... Um, I, I I feel like it's a place where it's the is the physical and the spiritual meet, and that's what uh, to me. I said to somebody yesterday because I just met a doctor online on Zoom, um, who I'm studying Gallic with. <laughs> Turns out he's just encountered labyrinths for the first time when he was visiting Iona recently, and he's now going to make one where he lives. And um, I was saying, for me, the labyrinth is the one spiritual symbol that 
you can have an embodied experience in, you can walk into it, whereas the others are more contemplative, you you know, you look at them. Uh, so I, that's where I, 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 see, I see the labyrinth very much as being this place where the masculine and the feminine become alive in all of us. And, yes. and that's what I'm looking for in the journey is, you know, not that women ignite the feminine principle and men the masculine, but that we all ignite that those both of those principles and the multifaceted aspects of those principles. And that's a, that's the piece about uh, becoming sovereign and having our own agency and being able to collaborate and work well with others. Beautifully said, because we need both. We need all of it. We need all of ourselves. And we all embody um, feminine and masculine qualities. And it's acknowledging that and allowing them to emerge. Um, we're, we're almost at the end of our time together, but I wanted you to talk just a little bit, maybe a minute or two, about what you told me at the break, that um, this journaling process frees up life force and helps people reclaim parts of their selves. Yeah, well, that that's just it. I mean, I, I've written in a particular sequence, so I start with nature and death, because I, um, and there are prompts in each chapter. So it's not that you're left on your own to kind of figure it out, but I've got what I call seed prompts. So they're um, little starters to get you going in the journaling process. And um, my, my sense of it is that as you journal, you're reclaiming aspects of yourself. You're starting to understand um, who you really are and saying, oh, this is an idea that was brought to me or I picked it up from an adult in my life, but actually, and I went along with it, but actually it's not me anymore and, and it, it doesn't feel true. So the, so as we go through the journaling process, each of the different domains, we're reclaiming aspects of our life force. And that's another reason I the sequence I do it in is, is the kind of core realm is nature and death. And then we go to our um, our kind of personal well-being realms and then we go to our homestead and our stuff and our house and then we get to affection and then there's one called exchange and the reason I do it in that order is that I feel like we need to reclaim more active life force and sovereignty and agency before maybe we get to some of the tougher stuff that might be around our relationships with family and friends and loved ones that's often where we lose a lot of energy because there's miscommunications or misunderstandings that happened in different times in our lives. And in order to look at those, we need we need more life force available to us, and we might need some support as well. So this book is not all. This book is you know not about doing it ourselves. We could do it. We could ask friends to do it with us. Thank you so much. Um, and I just like to say that it takes a lot of energy to hold down, um, to keep ourselves from ourselves, So that releasing that energy is huge. Thank you so much. And I encourage everyone to purchase your book, Life Designed for Women, and to visit your website, arianeburgess.com. Thank you for being on the show. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, Please go to drpaulajoyce.com and like us on Facebook. 
Brett, my past life regression workshop and my awakening your inner angelic light body manifesting your reality. Read my blogs and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, um, house and office clearings, and dream interpretation. I'm also now able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The Am Awakening, or The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone when you work with me. You get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My spiritual, my private and Corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Lisa and Archangel Rosie, Archangels of Forgiveness. Ask for their help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you forgive yourself and others for keeping you hidden from your true self. Use your own words or say something like, Archangels Lisa and Rose, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me forgive myself for being afraid to follow my true path. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangels Lisa and Rose, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me forgive myself for squelching my true gifts and passion. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust they are helping you because they are. Please join us next Thursday when Michael Ray will be here to talk about Smile Project. On September 17th, when Heather Ash Amara will join us to discuss the Warrior Heart Practice. And September 24, when Dr. Paul Miller will be here to talk about the Mindful Place of Calm. This is Dr. Paul, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.